So here we go then, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social, the show where the Kelly Army share their thoughts on all things town. I hope everyone has had a good week. Still got the off-season blues, of course. No football, but still plenty to talk about with the town. Um, of course, the podcast is probably sponsored by Manscaped and Ginger Pickle. Shout out to Tony Southgate and the team for their support. Uh, this week, I'm joined by Jubster and Bono as we discuss all things town. Um, as I said, no football, but uh, this is a good excuse for us to have a little catch-up, a little chinwag, keep you entertained for 45 minutes to an hour. Jubster, always a pleasure, my friend. How's things? Oh, all good. Thank you, Ross. Thanks for having me on, and uh, good evening, Bono. Nice to see you guys. Missing not seeing you down at Portman Road on a Saturday, but yeah, as you said at the start there, off-season blues. Unless, of course, you work in a Peterborough office where you've had the emotions of uh, a very good win over Sheffield Wednesday and then the defeat, and then asking them today what their plans were down at Wembley. So, sorry, lads. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good thing. When you when you work at a, a, ta- a town like Peterborough and uh, they, they missed out on Plows, and of course, um, yeah, Wembley on, on Sunday, which was it Sunday, Monday, which was just okay. incredible, incredible. We'll get on to that later because, of course, the championship lineup is now complete. Uh, Bono. Always a pleasure, my friend. You are hey, what's going on? The uh, the Cowway Cap merch shop open. Um, hoodies, yep. caps, mugs. If you're watching a video, Jobs is holding one of our mugs. But yeah, how's things, my friend? Yeah, all good. Um, like Jobs said, kind of end of season blues. It feels like we haven't played in like, well, I think it's what is it, nearly a month now? Yeah, pretty much. There's still a little bit of football left. Obviously, we had the championship playoffs and league one like the efl playoffs last few days i think we've got another round of fixtures in italy we've got some cup finals to look forward to haven't we we do we do we'll um, get on to them i don't know actually let's just do it now because yeah the yeah. fa cup final why not the fa cup yeah. final, of course we're not in it um no. you know, a better run this time we had a better run this year um <laughs> but of course we are going to be in the third round of the fa cup next season so that's good that's a good start um, but the FA Cup final this week, and it always feels weird, doesn't it, the FA Cup final nowadays? Because I don't know, the build-up isn't the same. Of course, it's the Manchester um, derby in the FA Cup final, Man City, Man United. Um, and also, Upstar, um, little shout-out to Leo from Crew. He, he was on the podcast a few weeks back, and he mentioned it. Bloomers, who brought it up. But Inverness are in the yeah. Scottish Cup final against Celtic. Celtic? Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I got my stats right there. They're playing Celtic. I'm... Um, Liam from Crew is actually going to be there. Basically, he was uh, he was sort of born and raised um, in the Highlands, and Inverness was one of his teams. He was a senior to get older, and he's going to be there. But um, yeah, just a cup finals are always good fun. I know you've got a bit of connection with Inverness as well. I have, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Through uh, through catching up with Liam from Crew, you know, to find out that we, you know, we both follow Inverness. My my story of following Inverness started when I was on a training course in Edinburgh. Um, wanted to go and watch one of the old firm one evening um, to pass the time, so I headed over to Celtic. They were playing a rearranged Scottish Cup tie against Inverness. Sat down with the Highlanders, and um, I mean, the, the, you probably all know how the story ended up that night with uh, Inverness winning three one. 
one. Um, John Barnes being sacked the following day as manager of Celtic and that infamous Sun headline of uh, Super Cali Go Ballistic Celtic are atrocious. So I had a soft spot for Inverness ever since then and, and keep an eye out for them. Um, a couple of years ago, I did the, the North Coast 500. So I was able to get to my first game up at, up at the Cali Stadium um, against Sterling Albion, I know. But um, yeah, I keep an eye out for them. I keep an eye out for their results from time to time. So so to see them reach the Scottish Cup final this season um, is truly remarkable, given the fact that they were knocked out by Queen's Park in the fourth round, only to be reinstated and then go on and uh, make their way through to the final. So, yeah, sorry I can't join you, Liam, from crew on Saturday. You know, I would have been there, uh, but I've got a wedding to, to go to outside St. Albans. So the joys of the uh, of the off season. But, yeah, good luck. Um, have a safe journey up there and uh, bring back the silverware. Yes, enjoy it. And we are Interest Town Podcast, just to let you know, but we just wanted to give a shout out to Liam from Crew and Inverness. Uh, best of luck for their cup final. And um, as I just said, yeah, it's the, the, the Manchester Derby in the FA Cup final. But um, we'll move on from that, Bono. And let's talk about the championship lineup. It's been complete. Your early feelings. We found out that on Sheffield Wednesday will be joining us. I'm in the championship alongside Plymouth, of course, but also the relegation battle in the Premier League. Um, was on the final day. No Everton, so no Stu Derby. Um, but Leeds United and Leicester have joined Southampton. Uh, so your thoughts on that, my friend? Yeah, so um, I think as soon as we we were promoted, our, our promotion back to the second tier was confirmed. Quite soon afterwards, some, some crazy odds came out, didn't they, about how well we were going to do. And it was like, oh, yeah, great. And then over the last few days... See the, the promotion from the playoff from League One confirmed. Well done, well done, Shiver Wednesday. And obviously the relegation from the Premiership, those 24 teams have been confirmed. And I think I saw a graphic um online with all the all the club badges. And it's like, okay, yeah, there's some <laughs> there's there's some decent teams in here. So although I'm kind of the eternal optimist, I, I think personally, obviously I'm not telling anybody else how to live. I'm just just kind of tempering tempering my expectations really, but there's going to be some there's going to be some brilliant games. I think there's there's a few teams here we haven't played for for absolutely ages and ages. Obviously, them up the road. I see. I've I've worked a little bit in um in in Norwich over the past couple of weeks actually. Um, and yeah, it's yeah. It, there's there's so much to look forward to. Obviously, we've we've done our stint in League One. We don't we. Don't want to go there. Thanks very much for another 53, 54 years, however long it was since we were we were there the, the, the time before our, our um, extended League One tour. Um, and yeah, it's yeah. I could, there's there's just a lot to look forward to, really, isn't there? Um, I think there's there's a lot of teams in turmoil. Um, there's a lot of teams on the up. There's a lot of teams kind of in in freefall. Obviously, I've I've got a connection to Leeds. Um, I've got family from Yorkshire. My dad is a Leeds fan. Um, yeah, he reminds me of that every every single day. Um, so personally, I'm I'm kind of dreading next season a little bit because I'm going to be getting texts from my dad every single day um, about Leeds. I have sneaked him in to Portman Road before when Leeds. When Leeds have played us, that was a long, long time ago. If anybody from the club is 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 is, is watching, and um, yeah, I think that was the game actually when Alex Bruce got sent off. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I went with my dad and a couple of his kind of neutral football mates. And um, yeah, he didn't stay hidden for very long. But there you go. I think, it, yeah, he's gutted that I didn't support Leeds, but I've got impeccable taste, now. haven't I? Yeah, absolutely. Been blue for a long, long time. Like it, my friend. And yeah, as you said, it, like I'm looking at the badges now. Like there is some big clubs in in the championship. Like the championship is basically Premier League 2.0, isn't it? Really, with the the clubs going down there. Um, bringing up the miles. I know, Jobs, you do a lot of away games. Um, eight thousand or over eight thousand five hundred miles. I think the exact uh, figure. Let me get it up quickly. Uh, is eight thousand five hundred and ninety eight miles. Um, of course, including cup competitions. Um, so get ready for, of course, the Carabao Cup, whatever it's called nowadays, the FA Cup as well. Pat John's Trophy, goodbye. Thank God for that. Um, but yeah, what are you looking forward to, my friend? Look, I'm looking at the badges now. Like, yeah, Leeds is a massive one. You know, I said like Leicester City, you know, they won the Premier League not long ago. Um, they were playing the Champions League and stuff, you know. Is massive. Uh, you know, West Brom are down there. Watford are down there. Sunderland, you know, going back to stadium a light. But um, what's your early feelings looking at that graphic of 24 teams? How geographically spread it is. You know, Plymouth down in Devon, Southampton down there in Hampshire to Middlesbrough, Sunderland up in the north. Yeah, town fans are certainly going to put the miles in in the next season coming up. Um, some of the ones that, that stand out to me, are we've got some in the Midlands. We've got a nice little cluster in the Midlands there. Like you say, Leicester, you've already mentioned. We've got Coventry, we've got Birmingham, we've got West Brom. And talking of West Brom and probably Bristol City as well, we're going to have some subplots, I think, throughout the seasons, you know, with the Ashton O'Leary connections from before. So they're, they're going to stand out. And then two in South Wales, you know, Swansea and uh, and Cardiff as well. So personally, I'll probably, you know, I'll wait for the fixtures to come out before I start plotting, plotting my map. But I, I think at this early stage, I'll probably do one of the two South Wales clubs, that's for sure. Um I did enjoy the trip down to Plymouth this season, just gone. So, uh, again, it just depends on where it is. And, you know, let's call it out now as it is. We're going to have to take into account Sky, aren't we, and the broad games that get broadcast. So whilst we make plans for a Saturday, we'll find out they'll probably get brought forward to a Friday or moved out to a, a Monday night. So, yeah, we're going to have that fun as well this season. Let me, And, and I'm not downing that. That is a welcome, welcome change and a welcome bit of fun. But uh, it will add to the uh, add to the travel plans. That's for sure. Yeah. And um, we've got London games as well. Um, I know we know we had Charlton last season and stuff like that, but um, it's a nice little chain. We've got a few more cl closer ones like Watford, QPR, uh, Millwall, of course. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people ticking off grounds for the first time because I know we haven't been in the championship for a while. Uh, there's a few that I'm sure a lot of people have done before, you know, this whole city there. Um, Huddersfield, uh, we're naming every team now. Preston, Blackburn. Birmingham, as you already mentioned, Stoke City on a Tuesday night. I bet that's what's going to happen. But uh, Bono, what, which ones are you looking forward to? Of course, they're going to bring more away fans, I'm sure, at Portland Road. Because, yeah, bless yeah. Fleetwood and the Accretons of the well, they brought maybe 40, 50 people. But these teams, they're going to bring a lot of away fans, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, looking forward to the Welsh teams. I remember Cardiff coming. They're, they're pretty good. Obviously, Cardiff have, have a, 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 a slightly infamous um some of their some of their fans birmingham as well um who else i'm just, i'm not being rude i'm just looking at the list on my phone um having to remind myself who's in the league you know what what strikes me the most ross is that 
obviously we've come from League One where you have got teams that can get 30,000 playing against teams that get kind of two, three or four. In the Championship next year, there's a lot of cl- there's not a lot of difference between the supposed bigger clubs. Obviously, you've got Leeds who are kind of head and shoulders, then 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 Sunderland, and then there's a lot of other people. You know, obviously we t- we talked about Leicester, didn't we? The fact that they were Champions League, they were in the Champions League, and and you know they played in Europe up until very very recently, didn't they? Um, are Leicester a bigger club than Ipswich Town, for example? You know, the the, the the gates that they get, Southampton, Millwall. I know it's not all about attendances and you have to balance out fan base and, and heritage and previous achievements and stuff like that. But I'm looking forward to welcoming everybody to Fortress Portman Road. Please respect the neighbours on your way out. Um, <laughs> not Norwich, though. Not Norwich, though. You know. Well, <laughs> I know, but... I'm looking forward to that though. That is one. Yeah, that, you know, we've not had it for a while, and it's even like we've got you know our season ticket holders. We're you know that we're smashed out already. But there's gonna be a lot of you know young town fans who have not experienced the derby before. Yeah, um, and definitely you know it's gonna be level playing fields really now for the first time in a long time. Um, but yeah, carry on, Mono. Sorry, it's intro. I just no, no. Uh, it's just I've got a really weird feeling. I mean, I mean, Jubster, thank you. You mentioned you raised a really good point about games getting um, moved. So when they announced the fixtures, and I think the fixtures, what is it, June the twenty sixth or something? I don't know. I don't. I don't make notes. June the twenty second. June twenty second. Okay. Make the notes, everybody. So First yeah, I, I mean, I'm always pretty spontaneous. Um, I've got, I've got a, a strange feeling that obviously we have asked to be away, and the and the TV people and, and the league people, they will always put a team that's relegated from the Premier League against a team that's promoted from League One. You just know that it's going to be like Leeds away on the Friday for the first game of the season or or, or, or Leicester away or um or, or Southampton. I'll just I'll just name all the all the all, all the relegated teams. Um but I think yeah, there's there's some quite good memories, haven't there? We've we had some pretty good ding dongs with a lot of these clubs. Um, I remember seeing Gareth Bale for Southampton um, back in the day. So at Portman Road, I think that was when Connor Wickham made his debut wearing the number forty shirt. I remember watching that in the North Stand front row with my with my mate's dad. But yeah, it's just it's hard it's hard to get excited whilst you're trying to kind of temper your expectations. And I've touched upon this already. It's like, oh, it's going to be great. You know, all these bigger teams. We don't have to go here. We don't have to go there. And we've got all these all these kind of teams that we've had a history with. But then you realise it's like, you know, what what should what is realistic for us to be aiming for? Obviously, as, as fans, we all want to do as well as possible. And, you know, I've seen some talk about successive promotions. And, yeah, my goodness, wouldn't that be absolutely fantastic? And a chef's kiss to that kind of thought. But... I think we need to be a little bit realistic, don't we? We're playing against some of these huge, huge teams that have come down, parachute payments, huge wage wage bills. Some of their players, you know, are, are worth more than our entire squad put together. But yeah, Mark, what are your what are your thoughts? Sorry, Ross, I'll take over your job and and and, and go to and go to Jobster. <laughs> 
no, you're right. I mean, what, four years we've been out of the championship and now you've only got, a, you know, we've come back and look at those comparisons of those budgets, you know, some of the stats that you've seen appear on Twitter in the last sort of 48 hours, you know, we're third from bottom. Now, obviously game tw- game changer makes a, a massive difference for us. We, you know, they've, they have got deep pockets, we hope. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're competing now on a, on a very different, playing field to the one we were competing on in league one so you're absolutely right about you know tempering our expectations you know what what is good for for Ipswich Town in our first season back in the championship um you know I feel like we've got a good core of the team you know the 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 spine of the team is good so I mean at the moment I'm I'm just saying top half and let's see where it goes from there you know the, the Leicester previous Premier League winners and, and you know there's a lot of talk about how much you know that they owe when everywhere and will there be a fire sale you know that sort of thing but you say the same for Leeds and for Southampton as well uh, the teams that are still on parachute payments as well I, I can't remember which ones they were but you know we're, we're competing in a very different market now for, for talent for our squad so I hope Ashton's got that data dashboard dialed in um, McKenna and, and co are, are you know, looking for some uh, some real rough diamonds there for that you know that we can pluck out. You know, no one predicted Leaf Davis and look what he did for us this season. You know, we need another you know Leaf Davis type signing in this season, and I think we'll be uh, we'll do well. Yeah, of course. We are recording this um, the last day. Or this will be going out on the thirty first of May, so um, still off season blues, and uh, you know, still this is the early feelings going into a, a, a new championship club once again um but yeah i'm very much saying i'm just i'm just being chill about it i'm just happy we're in the championship and whatever happens happens but yeah signings is gonna be a big one and i was gonna actually go on to of course we've seen a, a some parts of the retain list is out there but um as we're talking about you know we're gonna be a bit different market now of signings i thought well let's jump ahead a little bit from our plan so jumpster bono ignore the plan um for the time being I want to jump on to how many signings do you think Town need to make if they really want to compete? You know, we've got a core as a team, a core of a team, as you said, Jobster. But um, Bono, get, bring you in now, my friend. How many do you reckon we need to make to really compete? And you know, there's going to be some players going to be playing Chelsea football for the first time forever or for a long time. How many? So, as I understand it, you're asking me how many players we need to sign to realistically compete. Um, Obviously, it all depends on is it realistic for us to be happy that we're just avoiding avoiding relegation or do we want to finish mid-table? It, it, it depends. So you're probably thinking, just answer the bloody question. Um, I, I, I think probably, probably about four. Um, that's not too much. That's, that's not too little. We've already got a decent-sized squad. We're already aware of the four players that have have left us, um, and obviously we've 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 cut swathes from the academy. But I think they they were all players of a certain age that weren't going to develop any further and needed to leave to further their careers. I I, I think four um, is is realistic. Obviously, we're going to have to replace um, Keo. But that said, we've got Undaba and 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 Baggett. Are they championship quality? Um, you know, one of the other things. Are we gonna? Are, are we wanting to sign people just to bulk up the squad, or do we want people to come in straight into the starting eleven? So you know, you look at Leif Davis. We we were desperate for a left back, weren't we? We got 
Greg Lee. We're all relatively happy with that. And then out of nowhere, off steps this little Geordie off a plane from Australia, half half asleep, wasn't that good on his debut, and then was and then was 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 at least an eight point five every single game for the rest of the season. Highest amount of assists in the whole world, more than Messi, more than Ronaldo, more than every other player in the world type thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think for I think we need strengthening um, at, at the top of the pitch. Um, I think we're pretty set in the middle. We've got about 20 central midfielders, haven't we? All of varying degrees of, of fitness and experience. Um, but I think over the last couple of years, we've made some very shrewd signings in terms of potential. And I think our kind of upward trajectory, which is easy for me to say, is kind of in line with with some of that potential ability that we have in the squad. So, yeah, um, I'll be happy with four. I'll be happy with more than that. But it's whether or not we need it. Obviously, um, in McKenna, we trust. Um, we ain't ever going to see a season like two years ago, are we? A window like two years ago where we signed 3,814 players. Um, so, yeah, we shall... I think we only signed 18, didn't we? I'm just being silly. 19. Oh, was it 19? Yeah. Average age of a combat veteran in Vietnam. Um, so, uh, yeah, Paul Hardcastle, 1984. Um, so, yeah, four. Um, you know, we'll just end up signing two on the last day of August now. No. And they'll both be loans. And everybody'll be like, what? And then we'll, and then we'll be fine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think um, what what needs to be it needs to balance out because I think there will need to be players moving on as well. There is players there you think that they probably they need to go and Jubster, where where are you at? You know, are you with four? But do you reckon there'll be players leaving as well? There's like there's players returning for their loans as well. As uh, Bodo said, with Baggett's come back, Adabi's come back, Idris El Mazouni's come back, Raheem Harper. Uh, who else is there? Other players come back, of course. Uh, Gasan, Gasan had me. Uh, Tete Yangi. Um, but th- some of them are very much, yeah, they're young, young players, also players who probably, yeah, probably not got a future. But um, where, where are you at at the moment? We're still, we're, as I said, the window's not open yet, but you can make signings, you know, the free transfers and stuff. Um, but where are you at? Um, bit bit similar to Bono, really. I, you know, when I'm thinking about this, is you know, there's probably four four additions I, I see for us. Um, you know, we've already called this one out uh, up top as, you know, we're going to have a lot of George Hurst speculation over the summer. I, I would personally would like town to, to do what they can and try and sell, uh, sign him. I think they tried to do that last summer. So there's no reason why they can't continue that. But this is going to depend now on Leicester. And like I said, their predicament from, from you know, their, their loss of income. Um you know, we, we have Ladapo and he's proven himself this year as the as a 20, 20 year goal a season striker. Uh, but we're stepping up now to to league to you know stepping up a league to the championship. You know, is Ladapo going to be capable of those sort of numbers in the championship? Uh, I'm not dissing him. I'm just it's just a question that I'm asking. So definitely need to look up front. Um, uh, Gasan is is a project. I don't think he's championship ready in, in my opinion. So definitely looking up front. Um, uh, and then, you know, Harry. <laughs> Harry on the last game of the season getting sent off like he did at Fleetwood means we're now chatting about the right side. Keo's, as we know, has, has left and he was sort of that natural 
cover for for Harry. So, you know, are, are we going to be in the market for for a right back? Um, is Harry going to have to fight for his shirt back as well? If if we do did, get, did you mean in? Kane? Did you mean Kane job stuff? I did. Sorry. Where did that one come from? Me making stuff up. No, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Kane. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, we, we, you know, we are, we don't have a right back at the moment, do we, for our first game of the season, wherever that may be. Um, so, Genoi maybe, Genoi maybe, but. Genoi Denassian, man, come on. <laughs> We're kind of even talking about Genoi. And then the other area I've written down was goalie. You know, we, we, we've, um, the Rochdale keeper, whose name I have forgotten, and I do apologise for that. The he's, you know he's moved on. Um, we've got Haladki. Yeah. I think Haladki's in his last year of his contract. He is. Yeah. So he, you know, he, I mean, does he want to continue to be number two to Walton? I mean, we know that Walton's nailed on and is a championship goalie, if you know, top end championship goalie. So we know we've got our number one. But what, what, you know, do will we have to replace our backup, or will our backup stay? Will they want a third goalie? So there are areas of the pitch, but it's like anything. We've got a good nucleus of the team that is, you know, that knows each other. They know what they're capable of. They know how each other play. You don't want to unnecessarily, you know, upset that balance by bringing in, you know, I know everyone talks about marquee signings, that sort of thing. But I don't, you know, we've got a good core of the team. And we, and as we've all said, that last third of the season in, in League One, that's a championship team. So if we've got a championship team, let's just do the little minor tweaks and that that, that allow that team to, to go on and, and show that they are a championship team. Oh, what sexy signings, Jobster? What sexy signings? I think Bono <laughs> wants that as well, uh, but not not too not too crazy. But uh, you know, Bono... sorry, sorry. I was going to say, do you know who the sexiest signing might be? Luongo. Obviously, we've offered him a contract, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I th I think he could be a real a real pivot. Obviously, we know how good he's been. We know how important he is to the team. Um, and I think we're probably waiting, aren't we? Because I think if we sign Luongo, that's going to be fantastic. Obviously, you've got Evans coming back to full fitness. I, I think Evans is pretty suited to the championship. I think Kamara's suited to the championship. El Mazzuni as well. I know he's probably more of a 10 as well. That's how we played for Leighton Orient last year, didn't he? Um, obviously, you've got Don Ball, who played 20-plus games in the championship the season before that. And we've not even mentioned our our captain, Sam Morsey, who's on the preliminary list for um, for Egypt. They're playing a qualifier and they're playing their first ever friendly against South Sudan. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether that's in South Sudan or Egypt, but there you go. Um, so, yeah. And also, you look at people like Edmondson. I think Edmondson's much more suited to the championship. Um, but is he over his injury concerns? Same as Savings Evans as well. I completely forgot that Harry Clark was sent off. So, yeah, that gives us a bit of a headache. So, really, does that leave Danassian as the only defender that's capable of playing on the right-hand side? You know, argu arguably, there's, there's, there's probably some other players that could do a job. But I think we're at that stage now where we we need more than we need people that are more than just capable of doing a job. We need people to to do it well, don't we? Um, so so yeah, I think we I think we do need a bit of 
competition for Burns. Obviously, Jackson did quite well last season in 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 stages, didn't he? Or in phases, not stages rather. But he's, I think there's a que- there's a few questions about you know some of our players are they are they championship quality and you know people like people like Jackson you know as as it's weird because we're quite conflicted because we because we've got such a decent team and also the fact that they all seem to be really really decent men as well with that and they're, they're decent people which kind of goes back you know to the ethos that we now see ourselves being being run by which which I love um you kind of don't really want to throw shade on anybody do you and you, you kind of don't really want anybody to have to go or just be like a squad player but yeah no I mean jobs dimensioned my boy KVY um let's just let's just kind of reminisce when he first came in from Colchester United those those amazing runs those goals and it was honestly so, like uh, oh those yeah but they were the yeah um like those 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 runs his ability he was so exciting it was literally like we signed like Cafu. It was just, it was just I know that sounds silly. Um, but obviously he's been absolutely ravaged by by injury and they've they've clearly taken a toll on him physically. And I remember every time he was kind of close to getting back on the grass and being in squads, you know, the excitement, you know, you know, I spent my youth football, you know, switching around between being a bit of a flying fullback, obviously my hero is Tariko and, and and also being a goalie. So I, I've got a real affinity with with with, with flying fullbacks and I'm going to miss him. I'm glad I've got my certified ball and number 24 mug from the terrace. Other mug companies are available. Um, KOI mug. KOI mug, mug. Yeah. yeah. I need I need one of those. But Don't yeah. Up. There we go. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, KBY, my boy. Good luck. Fly free. Fly high. Go, yeah, go anywhere but Norwich, which I think you will. Go anywhere else. So, yeah. yeah, yeah you won't go to Norwich. <laughs> I don't yeah, think so, anyway. Imagine if he did. Oh, my God, the heartbreak. Let's, let's not even talk about that. Let's not even talk about that. But um, let's do some reflections on KVY because that is on our sheet pod plan. Um, just, uh, yeah, a player that is never a likeable lad as well. But once again in football, sentiment is sometimes out the window you want to move on um but yeah i, I look forward to seeing what, what what's his next path is because we always have that connection to former players don't we like a1 probably loved thomas holy saving yeah. the penalties and getting carlisle promoted to to league one um but kane vincent young jobster um yeah as, as bono said when he signed unbelievable you know we, we've been crying out for a good right back for years and years and he finally arrived did fantastically and injuries, injuries, and injuries. But um, yeah, reflections on his time at town. Uh, two stand out for me, Ross. I, um, the first one, and you know, let, let's wax lyrical about that pass to Macaulay Bond in that MK Dons game. I mean, you know, I, I was there in the north stand, and you know, the way that sailed up, and then for Bond just to, to t- take it down and power it past that MK keeper. I mean, that was. That was brilliant. And it's like, you know, it's KYV, you know, is he back? But, you know, unfortunately, you know, it wasn't to be. But, yeah, on his day, he was unplayable. He was, you know, he was a really good acquisition for us from from Colchester. Um, My other reflection is 
back when the women played in that famous sort of FA Cup, was it quarterfinal against um, West Ham? Uh, KVY was on co-coms with, with Radio Suffolk. So um, it was it was nice, you know, entering the AGL arena and just seeing KVY on on, on our um, side and, you know, had a, you know, quick word, quick hello, you know, do that embarrassing, I've met my heroes type sort of sort of chat. And um, yeah, just you know, sort of wished him all the best, wished him, you know, wished him well getting back. And um, yeah, such a, such a, you know, a really nice character and a, and a great guy to be around the club. So KBY, if you're listening to this, I wish you all the best in, you know, wherever you end up going to hope, you know, hope that those injuries get, get put behind you and you can play out uh, the rest of your career. Definitely, my friend, because yeah, he's still young. I think he's only 27, so he's still got a lot of his career to go. And um, yeah, I hope he does find a, a League One club, League Two. You know, never know championship if if they feel like they can take that risk of injuries. Um, but yeah, best of luck to to KVY and um, everyone else um, from the club, of course. Um, now let's have a little pause, then, gentlemen, with the strike, and then we'll do some many other business. So I've also got another question to ask you guys, but um, just to have a little little breather. From nice little chinwag there, it's time for Jubster and Bono to go head to head. Um, if you listen to the previous fan social, Ben Diaf won the official the strike um, end of season or quiz. Um, so congratulations to him. But as always, will Bono or Jubster take away the crown? Um, it's been really fun doing the strike this season once again. I'm, we're going to continue, it, of course, throughout next season and forever. Um, but. Yeah, just want to say thanks to everyone who's took part in the strike this season. Uh, okay, let me get my questions up. Four questions as ever. Tiebreaker, if needed. We'll use it anyway because I did the, the research to find the question. Um, but first question is on KVY, actually, funny enough. So it's a nice little segue into what we were chat chatting about just a minute ago. Um, now, talking about one of those goals, Bono. Of course, the goal against Gillingham where he headed it in. But uh, who crossed the ball? For that goal, was it Andre Dazelle, Alan Judge, or Caden Jackson? So, who set up Caden Vincent Young for his first town goal against Gillingham, which is a lovely, it was a lovely afternoon in Kent at Pricefield, Priestfield, wherever it's called. Um, yeah, that was a fun fact. I've never heard it called Priestfield. <laughs> yeah. Well, Roscoe knows how to pronounce things, and uh, that's how I'm pronouncing it. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, fun fact. That's my first game of um, properly taking pictures or away game. Was it? The paper, yeah. Because um, before I was in the press box, just doing the press box things. But uh, I wanted to get pitch side, take you little snappy snaps. And I've never done like away games. Home games I've been able to do at Portland Road. But away games is always a bit trickier. But uh, that's my first ever game. So got a nice picture of KVY celebrating. Um, haven't got it with me right now. But yes, anyway, that's that. Um, what do you reckon then, boys? Uh, I, I've got a, I've got a confession. I don't have because I had to move locations. I, I've left my pad and pen downstairs. That's fine. That's fine. So, um, in the interest of fairness, Mark, if you will allow me to answer first, um, because otherwise, and I've been I've been accused of cheating before, believe it or not. Um, yeah, I'll ask first. Um, I don't remember it. I'm going to say Caden Jackson. Okay. Jobster? I've gone Alan Judge. Alan Judge. Who 
who hasn't got a club at the moment. He's been released by Colchester, of course, recovering from another injury. Um, the correct answer is Caden Jackson. It's a point to Bono. One nil up. Do not worry. Do not worry, Jobster. Question two is up next. Now, question two is on Liam Trotter, um, who recently announced his retirement. And also, if you haven't seen already, my interview with Liam, um, good lad, Itchwich Town lad as well. Um, born Get that plug in. You've got, you got to. Um, if you haven't watched already, it's available um, for subscribers. So check it out if you haven't already. Uh, but yes, retired from football and he's going to go off, um, I think, for a year. He's going to go and travel with his, with his wife. So uh, enjoy that, Liam. But uh, what, what squad number did he wear at town? Is it 32, 36 or 38? For your squad number fans out there, this is a question for you. Bonnie, you're a squad numbers man. You like a bit of squad numbers, do you? I am not a Liam Trotter squad number man. Um, this is a this is a this is a perfect one for Peachy. You can hello Peachy if you if you're watching yeah. slash listening, and he and he will be because he's a big fan of both of us. I think Mark. Um, yeah, because he does his research. Oh, I knew this one. You'll go. Um, 32, 36 or thirty eight. Um, can't, you can't have them all. You got to pick one. <laughs> Uh, 36. 36. He's gone down the middle, hasn't he? Yeah. Like Bono Peachy's screaming at the screen at the moment now going, is this one? Uh, I went 32. 32. Correct answer. He's 36. You should have gone down the middle. If Bono makes it 2-0 going into question three. And it's another squad number question actually here. So, uh, and it's on Tamas Priskin, who also announced a retirement last week. And there will be an interview with Tamas um, on the Kings of Anglia feed at some stage. So, um, check that out when it is out. Um, so, yeah, Tamas Priskin, of course, the man famously scoring that goal against Arsenal. And much else. <laughs> he did do a lot else, did he? Bless him. Uh, bless him, yeah. Um, but he did wear a squad number at town. But which was it? Was it 14, 16 or 19? Uh, the Hungarian striker signed from Watford for a little bit of money. Um, as I said, I will be chatting with Tamas, maybe talk about his town career as a whole and maybe I'll talk about maybe that fee. You know, that's a big fee, you know, to play, I think, 1.7 million, as I said. So that's a, a big fee. At that, was, he a keen, that was he a Keane signing or yeah, a Jewel signing? signing? Roy Keane signing, yeah. yeah. The, the, the Roy Keane, Paul Jewel era, kind of just like, kind of like, yeah. just like, yeah. Not, yeah, it wasn't a great year, or was it really? Although we did spend a little bit of dough, didn't we? But probably not the right amount on certain players. Some players didn't work out for obvious reasons, but uh, some a lot didn't work out, yeah, a lot. I was trying to be nice, but yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, Taz Priskin will always be remembered though for that Arsenal goal, so yeah, um, always be remembered and uh. Of course, you'll, you'll see one of these the, the goal celebrations and the, that clip's been watched so many times. But can you remember the squad number in that clip? 14, 16 or 19? What do you reckon then, Bono? 16. Jozza? 16. It is 16. So it's 3-1. On the board, Jobster. On the board. Didn't get whitewashed. Um, question four, though, sadly, isn't a double pointer. It's just one pointer. So, Bono, you're probably going to win here. But uh, we're still going to play of course, because we've got a tiebreaker, which we'll use in a bit if uh, Bono wants to gamble. But just to, to, for you, Jobs, to get a, have a point on the board, question four is on John McGrill, who um, celebrates his birthday in June, um, early June, I think it's 2nd of June, actually. 
Um, now, as happy, always, happy birthday, John McGreal. Yes, of course, the um, under 23s, under 21s coach, whatever it's called these days, because they keep changing the, the, the reserve coach. But it's, I think it's under 21s now. I think it used to be under 23s, under 21s, yeah, you know, under 22s, whatever. Um, but yes, his middle name, the strike, always has to have to have a middle name question. What is John McGreal's middle name? Is it Alex, Lindsay, or Sydney? So read it in your head. John, Alex McGreal. John, Leslie McGreal. Or John, Sydney McGreal. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, it's good on names. John. Is it Alex or Alexander? Uh, I've just put Alex down, so. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I gave it away. I don't know if I was giving it away or not. Is that just the uh, one of the options I've just oh, put there? Oh, double bluffing. Oh, yeah. Mm, it's like when goalies look at their water bottles with which yeah. side people put their penalties, which is yeah. so. I think it's so stupid that. Who wastes time? Sports psychologists. Big shout out to Kevin Mincher with the yellow boots, by the way. Thanks for your help this season, Kevin. Looking forward to seeing you back at Portman Road next year. Um, right, let's uh, let's go with Leslie. I too went Leslie as well. It is Leslie. It is John Leslie McGrill. So 4-2 on the scoreboard. So Bono Royster. has won. Premiership, 4-2. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Check that yeah. out on the feeders cast, of course, in pictures with um, yeah. Mark Royster. Catch up with him at the Dutch FA. Very good chat. Check it out. Um, of course, we had the anniversary, um, yeah, Monday, um, the 23rd anniversary. Because uh, every year we celebrate anything, don't we? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because just do it, don't you? <laughs> it doesn't matter if it doesn't line up properly. But this year was the FA Cup 45th anniversary. So that lines up pretty well. But 23 years, it's... Was it really the 40, 45th anniversary? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose 1978. Of course, we were lucky enough to speak to George Burley, weren't we? Ross, yes. When we met George Burley. Lovely man. Such yeah. a lovely man. And guess what? That is a tiebreaker question. If you want oh, 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 <laughs> Peek behind the curtain. I had nothing to do with this. You didn't know this. You did not know this. I've hacked, oh. I've, I've, I've hacked Ross's computer. Yeah. The shadowy okay. figures of, of 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 news quest. I nearly said Archant. Sorry, they say last year. Um, go on, sorry. Uh, go on, go on, go on. You behind uh, the paywall. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, tiebreaker time. Um, of course, closest. To, wow, we've got to get a bang on Jobstar to take the crown. Um, but how many games did George Burley win as town boss in a hundred and forty? No, four hundred and ten games. I'm getting 40 from. Um, so, yeah, of course, oh, Bonnie's at home as well. Ooh. So, I was just seeing what's going on with Jubster's lighting in his in his man yeah, cave there. Thinking, yeah. Whoa. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe it's, you're, you've been given the insight. <laughs> you know, the, the gods of the strike. Because that's, that's what the strike came about. Basically, it got struck by lightning a couple of years ago. And that's how the strike name got basically birthed. Um, really? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really, but I felt I literally did. Basically, it was after a, the open day back in 2019, I think it was, or maybe 2018, whenever it was. I think it was 2019 because of Paul Lambert's one. Sorry to bring him up. And um, sorry, he played some big clubs. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, Champions League and all that. Champions League final, of course, in the 10th of June. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, it was a lovely, lovely hot day. But then when the open day finished and I was on my way home, it just bloody bucketed down in thunder and lightning. And I was like trying to dodge it. And I thought I did got hit by it. And then I brought it up on the pod and the rest is history. That's why the strike is called a strike. Because, uh, yeah, I got hit by lightning. But anyway. That's um, incredible. Are you okay? <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, maybe that's why I can't pronounce things. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and other reasons as well, I'm sure. Um, but George Burley, how many games? 410. What do you reckon, Bono? And then we'll find out if Jubster can get it bang on. Um, I'm going to go with, hold on, let me just do some quick math. Uh, 162. Okay. Jobster, chance to steal it. So a bit like Bono doing the maths on the, on this one. Um, I went 178. Okay. Well, his ratio, it's pretty decent, actually. 45.1% is the <sighs> ratio. 128 defeats, 97 draws, 185 wins. So, bar Jabster, you're so close. You get a point because you're closest, but... Bono does win overall, but good effort, my friend. Bono, you are the champion this week. You're the king of the strike on the fan social. Speech as ever. Um, can I just... I was going to take a moment, and this this might be time for you to put in some sad music, but I'm going to dedicate this win, um, another one, I have to say. Uh, I'm going to dedicate this win to Andy Hutchman Warren, because I have to say, it's my favourite king. Um, apart from you, <coughs> um, I see you more of a, a prince because you're a yeah. prospect, but here we go. I just want to dedicate it to Andy because I just think Andy's awesome and I like that. And yeah, and I'll never forget the day that I found out he was leaving. Um, I'm looking at him slightly differently now, um, now that he's going to be kind of. He's going to be working for the man, isn't he? The club, Ipswich Town. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing him in one of those suits. Uh, waistboat, uh, waistcoat, waistcoat, <laughs> double-breasted jacket, official tie. Um, so, Andy, this one's for you. Um, you've probably switched off the podcast by now because we're all dead to you. Um, but all the best for the future. Please keep it real with the kit collecting. I did enjoy looking over his right shoulder or was it his left um and guessing those shirts which i have to say i've got every single one because i'm kind of as sad as you and i'm talking to you directly now andy um, i'm going to try and get down um foxhall road or whatever it's called for a bit stadium. of speedway foxhall stadium um i might see if uh, matt <laughs> it's really distracting with the music see if matt warrell <laughs> wants to give me a lift to the speedway and um yeah that smell of engine fumes um and yeah long for the day that they do um electronic speedway bikes for sustainability matters but yeah andy warren that one's for you baby god bless fly high and see you back down the road let's get back to the pod yeah he's not dead he's, he's, he's very much alive so. <laughs> <laughs> you played you played memorial music it's called night driving it's basically just background music on here on StreamYard. It's if I listen to it at night, I'd crash. 
That's what it says, my driving. Uh, there's, there's also feeding the ducks. I'm going to play this quickly. Let's just see what this sounds like. Sorry for people if you're driving, but there's something called feeding the ducks. So we're going to find out what this sounds like. Feeding the ducks with Roscoe Ross Halls. <laughs> Brought to you in association with Manscape and Ginger Pickle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, use twenty uh, percent off and uh, get free delivery with uh, the code Cowway at Manscaped for all your blow the waist grooming. Um, of course, Ginger Pickle for all your marketing needs, um, Google Ads, and all that jazz. Um, so there we go. Um, well, feeding um, the ducks whilst driving at night. Yes, <laughs> that's where we're going with this. Uh, the final piece for the podcast is um, a quick question. On Tyrese John Jules, um, would you re-sign him? Jubster, what do you reckon, my friend? He had a good loan spell here, half a loan spell, because, of course, that, that injury that cut that that seat, that loan. Although he was there, part of celebrations, he was there at some Port Road games. He seems like a really good lad. Um, I think he's got one year left on his deal at Arsenal. Arsenal, of course, building as well for the future. I don't know if he'll have a chance there, but um, what do you reckon? Well, we got Harry, didn't we? So Arsenal might as well be our feeder club. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we talked about it before the strike, didn't we? You know, one of the areas of the pitch that we will probably need to, to strengthen um, will be up up front. Um, Tyrese, you know, whilst he has only played 17 games for us, netting, I think, three times. Um, he's been in and around the club. He knows the DNA. He knows what 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 we're all about, um, and he would fit quite. You know, fits into that mold of he wouldn't be upsetting. You know, the the dressing room um, by coming into us. So, I I would I definitely um, would do. He's 22 years old. Okay, he's had some injuries, but you know we've we've done very well with our injuries this year. With you know we've got the right sort of setup behind the scenes now. So I think we could. You know, we could uh, help help a player rehabilitation. You know, a lot a lot better than we probably have done at any point in the last sort of twenty years, I'd say. Um, but so yeah, I'd sign him absolutely. Yeah, and, and I and I really hope he's probably one of the first ones that gets uh, gets announced. Yeah, we shall wait and see. Well, Bonnie, your thoughts then? Let's uh, let's do the checklist for the player dashboard, the Mark Ashton dashboard. Let's do a checklist. Young, twenty-two, check. Uh, versatile, check. Good lad. Check, you know, he's been brought up well, I think, you know, with Arsenal and just in general, he, he seems like a, you know, a top, top young lad. Check, injuries, we've, we've signed players of injuries before and they've gone on to hopefully, you know, go away from the injuries. Um, what do you reckon then, my friend? He said, yeah, he's 22. Um, now, he's he has played in Championship before, but only, he only made 11 appearances for Blackpool. Um, he's had injury, like he was at Sheffield Wednesday last season, got those injuries as well. Um, I think he played once for them and got that injury. But from what I've seen him, what I really liked him from, you know, as I said, he could play different roles, but that goal against Shrewsbury is up there. I think I was reading the programme for the Exeter game and a lot of people put their favourite goal. They picked actually that one. Um, you know, of course, Chapman scored some great goals and, you know, Broadhead's free kick and stuff. But for some, I think people picked that maybe because of just that the moment and Tyrese is a good lad. How can you pick a free kick as your favourite goal? I mean... Everybody likes a free kick, but favourite goal? Anyway, that's that's for another podcast. Um, Tyrese Junchel's famous uncle, check. Um, of course, Red Dwarf, 
Dwayne Dibley, etc. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd sign him. I really like the look of him. Um, I think that was he's a great example of a player that can just seamlessly come in and kind of adopt that role that K-Mac asked, asked him to play. And I, I just, if he's available and he's not ridiculously, ridiculously, which is easy for me to say, expensive, we are going to be, I think we are going to be spending more money because there's going to be more money available. Let's not forget that our, our the rules are different. I forget the acronym or the mnemonic rather of, of, of what the rules are because last season they were blah, 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 blah. And then this season it's different rules. I think Mark Ashton's explained it on to, um, to Andy and Stu previous KOA pods, haven't they? About how the rules are going to be different. Um, so we are going to be spending more money and he has spoken in the last month to, uh, other, other journalizers about, you know, does his future lie at Arsenal or does he need to move on? And you kind of, I think for what it's worth, my completely insignificant um, opinion, you look at his age and the strength and the direction of the Arsenal squad and where they're go, going, he, he ain't going to be, I'm sorry, Ty, I, I love you, come to Ipswich, basically. Uh, same with, this is a question for Jubster, actually. If you had to pick one, George Hurst or Tyrus John Jules. Pick it both. That's not no no no. That's not an option. You're not the strike quiz master best in the world now, Ross. Um, one or the other, realistically. One or the other, realistically. You tell me your thoughts, and then I'll tell you mine. Realistically, oh, it's just a tough. Yeah, you know, look at George Hurst and, and what he did, and like I say, in that final third of the season. Um, I've pitched George Hurst just slightly ahead of, of Tyrese, just purely from what we have seen on the pitch in that in that last third. And and I suppose there's a, the background as well. You know, Ashton, McKenna, they've made it sort of, it's not been a public secret, but it's been that sort of like, you know, that secret that they've, you know, George Hurst, they've, they've admired him from afar and, and looked at him. So if you're asking me to pick between the two, sorry, Tyrese, it's, it's George Hurst for me. Yeah, I, I echo your thoughts. However, when George Hurst first signed, it was kind of like, oh, you know, just, I'll come to Ipswich and I'm going to go back to Leicester. But then I think, I think, I don't think he's got much an of an affinity with Leicester, has he? I don't think he has he even played for them. because so I think he signed, did a pre-season, then he went out on various loans, didn't he? And I think them coming down, um, I don't think it will make it even any harder or any easier. To sign him, I know. Um, two. Yeah, sorry, uh, that's not really good for the, the audio listeners, but I've just put peace. Okay. Oh two, yeah. Two. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> is that all he did? Two games. Okay. Um, I I think George Hurst might see himself as a like a bigger player type thing now. I'm not saying he's a Billy big testicles um, i just i just i just think maybe he he's done quite well at ipswich will he want to stay but I th but then again i think sorry i'm kind of spitballing now he's one of the lads isn't he and you know that 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 group and the dynamic and i think that got i think that's such a pull for people isn't it McKenna. um McKenna's wanted and McKenna as well and everybody and 
I, th I think I was reading an interview with one of the new, I think we've got a new academy manager that came down from Man City that just said Kieran McKenna's amazing. Um, why would you why would you want to stay at a club? I mean, Leicester in turmoil, aren't they? They and all that kind of thing. Um same with Tyrese John Jules. Is he gonna want to stay and just be a fringe player at Arsenal? Or he could come and be part of something, he could be be like a history maker. And I'm not being I don't think I'm being too emotional and too ridiculous. Football is emotional. Um now these players have got a part of you know we're we're building something here and they could each be a bloody good brick in in whatever we're we're, we're building and yeah yeah they both know the plan I know it's about Tyrus John Jules and as per usual Bono I refer to myself in a third person now and again I've completely hijacked it and gone off at a tangent but yeah let's let's sign him up give him a squad number now. Yeah. <clears throat> what about, you know, there's two things now, isn't there? We're in, we're in the championship. Tick, you know, people are going to want to come and play for Ipswich. Now, we all remember, was it, now I don't want to get my managers mixed up, was it Roy Keane that said, I have trouble enticing players to come down to Suffolk because of where it's located? We've got Kieran McKenna now. And, you know, you, you look at the comments that Connor Jackson, uh, Connor Chaplin said in the last, last week or so, just around, um, you know, about, you know, Barnsley being a, you know, he wasn't really welcome there. Look at, look how he's, you know, settled, settled really well at Ipswich. And, and Ashton promotes the community. You know, if you, if you don't want to get involved in the community, you know, it doesn't matter what type of player you are, you're not going to be welcome at Ipswich. So they're USPs, you know, for the, the, that make you know make Ipswich stand out from from the others. We haven't got that problem anymore of trying to entice players down to Ipswich. I think players will now see, oh, Ipswich are coming calling for us. I want to listen to what they have to say, and I'd like to speak to them. I think this whole thing, and I remember it from from what you're referring to, Jubster, about. I don't know why Roy Keane, because it's ridiculous. Because. Yes, Ipswich, yes, it's in East Anglia and we're kind of on this side of the map and a lot of people are on that side of the map. But the world's a smaller place now. You know, Ipswich is an, is, is an hour from London. You know, we're only a couple of hours from the Midlands. It's a beautiful part of, well, some parts, <laughs> a beautiful a beautiful part of the world around where we, where we all live. And, you know, it's not like some big conurbation. It's not, it's not a slum um so well ross i don't know um so yeah i just yeah it's yeah those those comments weren't helpful were they back in the day when people like roy king were, were saying stuff like that we're not we're not on mars we're not like on the outer shetlands or on the isle of Wight. you know we're not we're not we're not that far away and i think when people if you know say if you were a london-based player or you, you know, people move houses. These guys have got money. They move. You know, I'm, I'm at Freddie the Dapper, my local supermarket. He's moved up here. So, you know, I think some, sometimes, and if we're signing the type of blokes for the team that have that ethos, that have that mentality that Game Changer and, 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 and Ashton want, then they're going to be grown ups. They're going to know that they're going to have to move for work which football is to them, you know, very, very well-paid, well-rewarding job. They could come here and just be kings of Anglia, can't they? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, but uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Because, uh, yeah, officially, 
the window doesn't open until the 14th of June, Wednesday. Um, but we, we signed the Dapper. I think he signed on the, well, May the 30th when we recorded this. We already announced the signing. Adapo signed, but uh, yeah, I'm sure there's work being done behind the scenes. We shall wait and see, um, Mark Ashton and co. Um, we're now getting to now, though, boys. I think that's the perfect time to end it. But as always, any other business, Jubster, anything you want to mention, my friend? No, I think we've, we've covered quite a lot um, in this last hour. It's flown by. I, I do enjoy coming on here. It's you know great to see you virtually, Ross. Can't wait to, to see you in person back at Portman Road or an away ground. And, and likewise to you, Bono. Uh, looking forward to, to see, catching up in person, chewing the, chewing the fat after a, another Ipswich win um, in the championship. Indeed, looking forward to it, my friend. I'm sure we'll hopefully catch out, you know, pre-season and over the summer as well. Uh, Bono, over to you, my friend. Any other business um, donning that lovely Kings of Anglia hat? As said, check out the merch shop, hoodies, all the other stuff you can buy, mug. Um, got a plug out, we've got to plug it. But uh, yeah, over to you. Any other business? Any other business? Um, I'm quite enjoying seeing all these leaks of the pitch with like full of sand and diggers and stuff. I might have to go down there and peek through a window or a turnstile, see what I can see. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the new kits. Home ones, definitely blue, I hear. Um, and yeah, a little bit of personal news. Uh, last season was my last season in the Cobbold. I'm no longer going to be viewed from the U2. I'm moving somewhere else to be closer to some friends of mine. So I'm looking forward to seeing the seeing the patterns of play unfold at a completely different angle next season. So I don't know. I must, can I still be Bono if I'm not in the U2? I don't know. I don't care because I'm, you know, I'm just, yeah. Um, so yeah, plenty to look forward to and yeah, roll on the signings, roll on the kit announcements, roll on the leaked pictures of the pitch updates. Um, and um, yeah, it's been great. Thanks for having us, Mark, Ross, you take care. Have a great summer. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you both soon. Top man, top man. Uh, well, of course, mark your diaries for the 22nd of June for the fixtures. Get yourself ready um, for all of the, the chapter fixtures and all that jazz. Um, of course, there'll be all fixtures to, to change, subject to change, because they always do, because of other bits and bobs. Um, but yes, Jobster, Bono, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you've enjoyed this good hour chat on all things town. Um, as ever, um, check us out on all the socials at Kings of Anglia on Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Jubster and Bono is also on Twitter, of course. Follow them for all their tweets and all that. Um, we'll be back for more podcasts in the future. And also in pictures, check out with Martin Royster. And the next one up is with Gus Uhlenbeek, the flying Dutchman. I'm a Dutchman, part of the Holland trip. So check that out when it's out. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Goodbye for now.